All right, guys, I want to welcome you to the Junto Podcast opening week. Man, I'm here with my boy, Big Brad, in the house. What's going on, Big Brad? You doing all right, boss? Y'all probably know who Big Brad is. Brad Johnson is my boy. Both him and I have the opportunity to serve at Victory in the youth ministry, and we're connected that way. And this week, uh, the podcast that we're doing is is about stories about our lives, maybe how how God has changed it. But I think it's important because I feel like a lot of people don't like sharing their stories. You know yeah, what I mean? No, definitely. I feel like you worry about everybody and what they're gonna say, what they're gonna think, right? And all that. You know, like, how could I possibly share this? Or we feel ashamed, right? maybe, of where we come from. Uh, We feel ashamed. Maybe it's not shame, but maybe we just, maybe we're personal people, and we don't like sharing a whole lot of ourselves, whatever the case is. But, uh, man, tell me a little bit about yourself, Brad. Come on, man. First off, uh, about you were saying about people feeling ashamed and stuff, I think that uh, once Christ takes that from you, man, he makes you a new creation, you're not the same person. So that's big for me. I just want people to understand that. I'm not that person I used to be. That's right. Completely different, completely new named. You know what I mean? I'm not the same person. So Christ has to do that. I believe that. That's exactly right. But the beautiful thing about the gospel is it fixes things that we can't fix. That, to me, is one of the things that makes the gospel so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Brad, you you know, we both grew up in West Memphis. I was born in West Memphis. You were you born in West yeah, Memphis? Okay. All the way. Y'all don't know, man. Me and Brad, we tough, bro. Come on, blow <laughs> down. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah. But yeah. uh I, I just asked Brad. I wanted to, I wanted him to share a little bit about because we're gonna get into how God redeemed him and how, you know, he's on mission now. Tell me a little bit about how you grew up, man, because I know you've shared that in church and in yeah. youth, you know? Um, you know, I I had a uh, I guess you could say a normal life. Um to a certain point, right? And, uh, you know, I, I lost my father. Uh, he went to prison at a young age. Wow, um, that was a big thing for me. As far as um, that was just big. I, I became oh, okay. a man at a young age. I had little brothers. My older brother went to the military, so I was the oldest, and um, it just put me in a man in a man's position. And uh, my mother tried real hard, but uh, it's hard, especially when you got hard-headed boys. Man, man, you know, she tried and. Uh, I say she gave it 120%. Wow. We was hard-headed. That's a trip. You know, you phrased that real interesting to me because you said, I lost my dad at a young age. And, you know, and when you think of losing your dad, you might think of your dad passing right, away. Right. But it doesn't matter how they're gone. They're gone. And it feel, you can feel the void right. from that's a parent it. not being there. You know, I think that's a, it's a that, that age, um, I think that's why I am part of the youth at Victory. Is I think that's an important age. Um, you're easily uh, influenced, and um, all the thing, everything is bright and shiny and new, mm. and um, and the world's after you, and, they, yes. and they, it's gonna be right there. It's gonna be right there for you, and uh, if you're not, um, don't have people around you that that tell you the truth and things like that. It's easy to get involved in that stuff, and it just takes you on a whirlwind. Yeah. And, uh, in my case, it, it was a, a tornado. Man. And, uh, wow. You know. Yeah. So, absolutely. Remember, this podcast, you, even if it's only two people listening, I want them to know that we're trying to be extremely real. And I'll be honest, sometimes I feel spoiled. And let me explain that. You know, I got saved at a young age. And sometimes I feel like I should have been different, you know, because for a period of time in my life, and I'm not saying my salvation wasn't real, you know, but I once those teenage years came around and even... And even now as an adult sometimes, you know, and I think there's a misconception because we think salvation, 
we mix it up with sanctification. Right, right. You know what I mean? I we do, I do. This is something that a lot of you are going to be able to relate to because, you know, I know you have Christ. You know that you have Christ, but, man, you still wake up sometimes, and it's not that you feel empty, but it's still that you're carnal. You're in your flesh, and you right, still have right. to battle. That's it. You know? Man, yes. Every what? day. It's a battle every day. You know, and I try to, like me, I try not to use big words and stuff like that because I try to reach people that are like me. <laughs> So, you big time, man. Because yeah, <laughs> because of because of my past and things, I think that it makes it harder for me now. Um, I want to say sin. I hate to say that, mm-hmm. but because of my sin and my past, it makes it hard for me now. Yeah. <clears throat> and when you talk about struggle, because of the things that I've been through and the things that I've done, and uh, it's it's horrible. It's a struggle every every day. Though I don't fix a fixate on uh, those things, it, it's a struggle every day. Yeah. Um, being around people. Um, it's hard for me. Yeah. Um, because let me tell you what, because I'm different now and being around people in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, in the streets, yeah, at the mission and the conversations that have, it's, it's really hard. Wow. It's really hard. Yeah. Because of my mind, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I'm just, uh, it's a, it's a, Every day, I got yeah. it's every. I got to have it every day. I know. So I got to have Christ every day. You know, Brad is. Uh, we call him Big Brad, but but Brad is one of those guys who, he almost makes me feel like I ain't doing enough. You know, he's full force and he's got a gift. You know, and I think God imparts that gift to us. Like we all have different giftings, and Brad, I believe, has the gift of of service of being a servant because. You genuinely care about people. Tell me about that. I mean, what? I know it's the gospel ultimately that drives you, but what is that thing that drives you, man? Um, you know, it, it's it, you know, it's uh, when I first started this walk and uh, and things. It was really important for what Christ did to me. Yeah. Because He loved me more than anybody ever loved me. Right. And He gave me. He gave me my. He gave me everything. Yes. And I just realized that, and because of that, I that's what I do. That's why I do. That's wow. why I can keep on. Really ain't got nothing to do with me because if it's, you already know if it's about me, yeah, I'd be chilling at the house. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's just what that that was big for me, but just yeah. to have something that's so precious to me, right? You know, mm-hmm. and because of that, I I want everybody to have that. Amen. I want everybody to have it, and um, it's just <laughs> that's a struggle for me too. I pray for I pray for everybody so much every day. You know, my knees just weeping for people. Even people yeah. I work with, they don't wow. even know. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Because I care so much for them. Yeah. Even though they're knuckleheads. Yeah, exactly. You know? Man, and that's so genuine, you know? Uh, because I think people can sense when something is genuine. You know what I mean? And for me, this Junto, this podcast, that's kind of what this is for me now. You know, because this is an extension of what God has called me to do at Victory. And I feel like this is kind of where my gift or my skill set lies. Right. And that's why I want to do this. And it, it, dude, who knows if it could impact one person. That's it, man. You know, if there is one person out there who could be like, you know, wow, these guys were jacked up. I don't know what it is about talking about that, but people love to hear about all that stuff. Yes. Um, it makes me a little nervous yeah. uh, to talk about it because uh, I don't know why. I don't feel something. And I know this isn't 100%. I feel like God's not really glorified in that, so it's yeah, hard for amen. me to really talk about it. That's right. But yeah, so I was I was on drugs. I was on drugs for a long time, man. I was, uh, and I think that was part. Of, what it was is I was I was um, alone inside. Yeah. I had all this emptiness, and I was feeling it with everything the world had. 
Yeah, man. Um, I just wanted it. And, you know, I can remember I can remember saying, you know, I just want to be happy. Yeah. Like, well, just one time in my life, I just want to be happy. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I did my whole life saying that. I just want to be happy and mm-hmm. doing this and doing that and having this person and having that person. And uh, just on that quest for happiness. Man, that's real. You I know? mean, that that is real. And I love your perspective on that, man. Uh, because the Bible does tell us, you know, we are a new... Our, our identity changes. That's it. It says the the old has gone, the new has come, and I think that's so important. And and I think this is where a lot of us get stuck, including myself. I think we forget sometimes that we have been made new. We do. We you know, about it. we yeah. forget, and it's like you said, we have to go every day to the Word to remind ourselves. Wait a minute, this is who I am, you know. We also have full-time jobs. So, you know, yeah. I got I got customers I don't want to deal with. I got bosses I don't want to deal with. I'm probably going to edit that out just in case, but no. <laughs> and then, you know, I come home and let's be honest, relationships are tough. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I'm I'm having a bad day or Heather could be having a bad day or maybe maybe it's just that I've talked so much or, or heard so much noise. I don't want to come in and hear my kids being yeah, loud. So, I think our identity can get mixed up in all of that everyday little stuff if we really look at our lives and begin to count our blessings. And that's what I've noticed makes the difference. I think what's important for me is, I mean, number one besides Christ is my wife. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I mean, God gave her to me. Amen. And when I say God gave her to me, I mean, it's part of our testimony. That's right. Together. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, we've known each other a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my first girlfriend and wow. how God, you know, brought us back together and so beautiful. Isn't that awesome? Um, she is, she's my everything, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, she keeps me in the word. Yeah. Um, when, when I'm not in the word, she's in. Yeah. When she's not, I am. Yes. And we lift each other up. We both serve each other. Wow. And, um, I can't, I can't say it. I'm going to cry right now. Yeah. I love my wife. So dude, I that love is, my wife so much, man. Woo, I can't She's, wait for Jennifer to hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, 20 that, points. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know why you did no, that. I, just, I know. It. You yeah. know, I think that's so good for married people to hear. And even, even unmarried people, maybe you're dating, maybe you're not married yet, but... You need to hear that. You need to you need to know that yes, marriage can be tough, but man, what a blessing it is. And to hear a husband be so thankful for his wife, that is powerful, dude. That is powerful. Man. I just want um my main thing is is just to get my you know, a lot of people in this town, mm-hmm. probably a lot of people that'll be listening to this. Right. I've never really had to give my testimony because yeah. I grew up around everybody. Mm-hmm. They know who I was, they they seen it. That I we partied together. Yeah. We ran together. We um, yeah. did things together right. that we weren't supposed to do, and, yeah. and all these things. So I think that's so powerful is my life and just people seeing it. Yeah, it's so much more powerful than me going and having to to say it. That's right. I, I don't even have to say it. Um, God's glorified. Come on, um, tremendously. It's true, so. and I see it. Big Brad carries that Bible around with him. I'm surprised you ain't got it right now. Uh, it's, it's in, in the, the truck. truck. I know it's in the truck. So like you know. Uh, <laughs> My buddy Chris Wilson. Of course. Um, he, he told this to me, and it hung to me. He goes, man, that's your identification. Yeah. He goes, you don't leave the house without your license and stuff. 
why are you going to leave the house without your Bible? And I said, you show right. Wow. And I carry it everywhere I go, man. That's my thing. That's awesome. That's I, just how I roll. And that's a testimony, and, and that is your identity, right? Because right. you see Brad, and you're automatically thinking, he's going to have that Bible, and you know, it's going to be resting right here on his chest, man. That's awesome. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity, because I know you are involved as part of one of the things you do for community, because I know you shared with me, like, community is very important to you. You're not you're not satisfied with I'm seeing not, this community the way it is. I'm really not satisfied. Um, I think, uh, and again, part of it is what Christ has done for me. I yeah. want to do for everybody. Right. Um, I ran this, I terrorized this community <laughs> long enough. It's time for me to get back, you know, right. do my part. That's awesome. Um, and I see, I see the problems. I know a lot of the problems because I was a problem. Yeah. So I see, th- uh, you know, things a little different than other people do. Right. Um, I'm around a lot of different types of people, different races, yeah. um, different cultures. Yeah. And uh, so I hear what all these people say and, and all these things. And um, I think the biggest thing is is um, unity for me. And wow. Victory's taught me that, yeah. really. Wow. Um, P. God. Mike, you, you guys. Yeah. Um, how important it is in community and the multiplication of starting small and growing mm-hmm. from that. And um, when we focus on that, those things, I see uh, West Memphis... Uh, it's going to turn into hues if we don't do something about yeah. it, man. Wow. Um, you know, with the white flight and um, mm-hmm. and everything happening, it's just going to crumble. And it, and um, I just feel like um, it's God's put on my heart now. He's put me with a group of people that like-minded, mm-hmm. have the same views that I have, and, and want to do something. I want to make a difference. That's right. You know what I mean? It's sad when you talk about your community, and if you if we were to talk about West Memphis or surrounding communities, oh. people, more than likely it's not going to be positive, right? right? It's right. not going to be positive. So I know you've involved yourself with a CQCC Coalition for Equality Crittenden County. And, you know, I want to give you an opportunity to share what they're about. I know you're like I'm a in that. You're a yes, team leader yes, within yes. CQCC yeah. uh, Coalition for Equality Crittenden County. So, I mean, what's the initiative? Tell us a little bit about it. Everything I do mm-hmm. um, is um, I, I, really, I really seek God first. Yes. And I see the Holy Spirit working things, and I'm big on that. I'm big on that. That's important to me. Yeah. So God um, put me on this guy, Daryl, Pastor mm-hmm. Anthony's heart. Yeah. We knew each other really little kids. We ain't seen each other in forever. And I just happened to know somebody that he knew, and I was like, man, you know, I'm sick of this um, racism in this town and things yeah. of that nature um just got it put it heavy on my heart and i said tez i gotta do something wow and at that same time daryl anthony was calling tez saying hey what about brad what do you think about that guy wow. and it just the way it worked out and and the way the spirit just brought us together and um so i know that's where i'm supposed to be See, you know that, I mean? that's interesting to me because I didn't know y'all knew each other. Yeah. Like, you know, and again, you grew up in West Memphis. I was born here, moved off. I moved back uh, my junior year and finished 11th and 12th here in West Memphis. So I didn't have that growing up in West Memphis, right. even though I was born here. But I didn't see, I just learned that. Yeah. So so, so it's, it's like cool God brought God. y'all back together. He did. He, he did. What I love about it is that this coalition is really multicultural. It is, and that's so, what they're about, you know, uh, community. Right. You know, the unity in community is we got to get everybody together and we got to get everybody on the same page. Right. Because if you have this division, we're never going to get anywhere. It's not going to work. There's a big word, maybe it has in the last four or five years, become like a buzzword, especially in evangelical circles, but that's the word apathy. In right. other words, uh, you, you know there's a problem, 
but you don't care enough to do anything about right. it. This whole coalition thing has really inspired me to want to step out and say, you know what, okay, I do know there's a problem, and there's actually something that we can do That's about right. it. I know the coalition is involved in the local races for like mayor and stuff like that, so they're just kind of providing a forum to be heard or for... That's, to- uh, you know, this was our starting point. Um, mm-hmm. The guy put this on their heart, on mm-hmm. Daryl and Daryl and um, Dr. C's heart, mm-hmm. that, um, you know... People, how people vote around here. And we usually, I I made this up. This is all me. I'm fixing to say it, but it's me. Gotcha. I call it the Bubba system. Instead of actually voting for somebody that we believe in what they stand for, gotcha. not because of who they are or what they are, because of what they stand for, their morals, their right, values. Right, You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, um, and when they told me that, I was just like, that's how I vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's real. But that's just the start. Um, we got big plans. We're... We get together every Monday, okay. and we're always talking about what can we do next, what can we do next, um, ideas, you know. And we ask other people, hey, ideas, yeah. what, are you, what are we doing? And um, so we're planning now for the whole year to have events set up and to, you know, to have quality. That's quality right. events in our town where people can come out, feel safe, and we can be together. That's you right. Know, unity. I'm excited about it. I'm, uh, I'm excited you asked me to kind of moderate that next thing. I, I can't mean, wait. I'm, I'm stoked. Me too. I'm excited. I, I think I've got some of the youth coming yes. to volunteer and Sweet. do things. Awesome. I'm Man, I'm all about getting people together. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. let's come together. Um, we're all Christians. We're Amen. all, you know, let's get together. Let's talk about what we can do. Let's... Um, stand together. Yeah. You know what I mean? As a Latino and a white dude, how come there is that stigma? And let me set this up what I mean. We tend to group ourselves or stereotype ourselves. Let me give you an example. Uh You know, say for instance, well, church is a great example. You know, churches are are the most divided places. Really, they are. You know, you, you got black church and you got white church. And I love that victory is trying to set forth a multicultural, you know, it's an invitation to everybody, but how come we do? There's still bias in our hearts. It's like, it's you. Remember we, yeah. what, exactly well, we what you were talking on. about. Yeah. yeah, that bias, man. Um, I think that you can look at it several different ways, um, depending on how you are and where your faith lies. Um, I believe it's the enemy. Wow. That separates us, man. That's um, powerful. I believe that. It really, and, uh, really is. But we, we also have a part in it, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's easy um, to just, like you said, it's not happening in my neighborhood. It's not happening over here, so I don't see it. So it's I, whatever. Yeah. It ain't going to do about with it. me. I'm out. Yep, I ain't worried And you want to play it safe. You know, but, um, the, you know, courageous. All these stories in the Bible are talking about how these people were courageous, mm-hmm. and these people, you know, they stepped out in faith and did this. I'm all in, brother. If it, That's because yeah. yeah. I, I read, I, that's my, yeah. that's what I do. I read the Bible. I put it into my life. Yeah. So I want to step out and I want to be courageous. I'm God has made me a leader, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. Come and on. I'm, I'm gonna act like it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like the uh, Daniel in the lion's den. You know, it's one thing to have faith, but really, are you gonna let your faith? I mean, do you really have faith? I'm pumped right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, do, yeah. it's one thing to say you got faith, but man. It, when it comes down to really applying it and saying, you know what, I'm going to go where God really leads me. Like, I'm really going to go. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. obedience. Whoo. It's crazy that we're even having this conversation. i got to watch myself. I get too carried away sometimes. <laughs> it's crazy that we have to have this conversation. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I'm a newer Christian. I've only been a Christian about six years. Yeah. Um, but just God put that on me. He's like, this is the Bible. 
this is what you do. Yeah. This is how this goes because I loved you first. Yeah. Wow. And nothing else matters. Come on. So I'm going to do what he tells me to do. Yeah. It's weird to me that I go around and we have all these conversations that like, why are we having these conversations? I'm not a genius. I'm from the streets. I'm not a, I'm not educated. Yeah. I'm not educated. Let's do this. Come on. Come on. We got to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. It does. It's a struggle for me. You know, the Bible says too, man, not just to be a hearer, but be a doer of the word, man. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you see you're not alone. This is something I think that Christians struggle with in general, but I want this to be a sounding board for you. I want this to be like a starting point for you. I mean, to say, look at Brad's example, you know, this whole podcast for me, I'll be honest, and I'm going to share something with y'all. As comfortable as I am preaching on a Sunday, I I still get nervous about doing something like this and posting it to social media and putting myself out there. You know, but for me, this was bigger than myself. Somebody can listen to this stuff. Maybe they're struggling with apathy or maybe they're struggling with trying to find a place. Or you know what? Maybe somebody's been praying for a change and they're going to hear about this coalition and say, wow, that's something I want to be part of. Whatever it is, man. If this podcast, and this is me, maybe you're not called to, to start a podcast. Maybe you're not called to join a coalition. Maybe maybe God's got something different for you, and we're not saying you got to do the things we're doing, but what we're saying is, man, let's apply it. That's it. Let's set down the biases that we have. Let, let the gospel be the gospel, and, and let's do our thing, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. I can't wait. You know, I just, um, I, I'm obvi- obviously, it doesn't matter to me to what church you go to, but... Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, I got to talk about my people. Come on. Um, and how, how much my, just the people around me as, as God has used to change my life. That's right. And um, I'll tell you what, just being around you guys, uh, everybody, I mean, I could sit here and say everybody's name yep. in the congregation. Right. Um, it's just been unreal. So um, I just want to say that if you're looking for somewhere real. Come on. If you want to be a part of something, you yeah. want to get plugged in, I'm going to be honest, at first it's a little hard because mm-hmm. my first change it was hard for me to get in and, and try to figure myself out and all that. But if you keep going, you come to victory, you keep going, boy, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And just let God just yeah. just, just wash over you and just he, let him do his do You got does. plugged in quick, though. And I know probably it internally me, it seemed know. hard. Yeah, but God already had a plan, and Brad's exactly does, right. Man. We just try to be real. You know, it's, it. it's not... Only one person is set on the throne in that place, and that's Jesus. It's not the pastors. It's not how cool we are, how cool the music is, or anything like that. It really is a place where you can come and be yourself. And like I said earlier, this this podcast really is just an extension of that, you know. And I hope that this will be something that will not only glorify God, but also complement what we do at Victory. Amen. That's it, amen. It's important to me that uh, when we talk about all these things that I'm involved in, just to realize that everything I do is about yeah, Christ. That's it. That's it's it. Nothing more than that. That's all it's about. And when you can come and get up and we can get over ourselves and realize that he does all, man, it's beautiful what he can do in your life. I never thought in a million years I'd be sitting in this room with you doing a podcast. Ain't this a trip? Standing up in front of youth groups, speaking, <laughs> speaking the word not, of God. Not only speaking, but speaking, oh, man. Bro, oh, what? Yes. Holy Spirit, I love it. Yeah. And just all the things that I've been invited to, the things, yeah. the opportunities that God puts in front of me, and I just, it's amazing. Yeah. Every, I just want you to know, every day of my life I wake up, is it's like a journey. It's something new happening. It's not always good. It's mm-hmm. not always bad. Wow. Sometimes it's a little mediocre. But he's always showing me himself. Yeah. 
and, and sanctification. Mm-hmm. He's always doing it. He's he's always he cares about caring about me and loving me. And it's just so beautiful. And I think that's the main thing for me. One of the reasons I'm here is because I want everybody to have that. I cannot say that enough. I can't say it enough that I want everybody to have that. Amen. I want you to. I want I want you to have that. I know. You, yeah, you. You listening. I want you Whoever listening. Whoever you are. I want you to have that. You know what? If you know me and, and, and you're hungry and you want some more, please please holler at me because yeah. I can get you plugged in somewhere. Yes. I know a lot of people that they they love people that are hungry. They love people that want more, and they wow. just love to give their time. So if that's something that you're looking for, man, please holler at me. We'll put links up on social media to Brad, and then we'll put links up to the coalition, and obviously we'll put links up to Victory and then Junto podcast stuff. A big thing I hear, um, the reason I think that testimony is important, people think that um, that they can't be loved. People think that they've done so much stuff that um, they're just no good, and and they, they don't want to go to church or all these things because they have so much shame and they have so much guilt. You know, and that was me. I was wow. like that. I had a lot of shame and a lot of guilt because of the things I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things I've done, I can't say here. You know, I just can't. Yeah. And, but that I was not a good person. Wow. Not that I'm good now. Like I said, I was addicted to narcotics. Um, I was addicted to methadone. Wow. Um, I don't know if, if you're in the drug, if you're in the, that in the streets, you know, you know what I'm what talking about. Yeah. You know what it's like to come off of it. And um, God delivered me from that. And um, wow. that's real important to me. And that's why, you know, I, I love people that are like that, that are going through those things. I love to be there for them. And I love to walk with them because of what God did for me in that situation. The biggest thing is, is when you're in those situations, it feels like you're by yourself. Yeah. That you, there's no way this can happen. I'm here to tell you that it can happen because mm. I'm sitting right here. God delivered me from drugs 100%. And since that day that I took, I, I went through a 50-day withdrawal. My wife, thank God for my wife. She mm. took care of me. She wasn't my wife at the time. Yeah. She took care of me. And uh, it was horrible. Brad Nielsen, he, he was the guy that walked beside me during that. It was beautiful. Wow. And uh, I just want you to know that that God can deliver you from that. Um, I know methadone, heroin, these opiates are a bad thing right now. I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. I said, I got this little app on my phone that the people that get arrested or whatever, mm-hmm. I use every day I know somebody, and I pray for them. That's why I have the app. Wow. So I can look at them. Just like I, last night, a guy I grew up with, uh, I don't, I'm not going to put his mm-hmm. name out there, and I know he's a good guy. I know he, I know he is. Deep down, he's mm-hmm. a good guy. That's right. And I'm uh, just praying for him, and and um, we got to pray for these people. Yeah. Because it's hard, man. It is. It's, when you're going through that, and yeah, you know what? It's our fault. It was our fault that we did it. You know what? We're over that. Okay. Yep. We can get past that. I did it to myself. Yep. It's my fault. Right. Help me. Wow. You know, that was a big thing for me. So I, that's another thing. Let's help these people. Mm-hmm. Let's pray for these people. Let's encourage them to go to church. Let's not, when they walk in the door, say, Oh, there they is. Oh, look at there. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because it doesn't help. But that's the way it is. And so, and and that's a big thing. Because if it weren't for a place like Mm -hmm. Victory that I went to and for Jennifer, which is my wife now, and the guys that accepted me there, I have no idea why because I'm a nutbag. (laughs) But they accepted me and it made me feel a part of something. And, and, um, you know, when you're in the streets, 
that's why you're doing that. You feel a part of something. Wow. You know what I mean? That's right. That's so your God, family. That's it. Well, God can take that and reverse it. Yeah. And that's scripture. God can take all of that bad and turn it into good, and that's what he's done in my life. Do you feel man. what I'm saying? That is so good. It's dude. so good. I mean, that's like, I've I, got chills right now. No, that's I love like, it. Wow. That's why I'm a servant. Yeah. That's why I stay low. It's because I know what it's like. I've been in so many situations. My children's mother. Um, I don't really talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we dated for 10 years. A lot of people know her in town. She's, but her grandfather was a politician here. Um, she passed away, you know, um, in a car accident. Wow. And um, and it had to do with other things too. You know, we want to say, "Oh, she died in a car wreck," but if we keep it real and we're true, and uh, no matter what, if we wasn't doing that stuff we was doing, then that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She wouldn't have had that car wreck. Yeah, she wouldn't have had the seizure. She wouldn't have had the car wreck, and she'd still be alive. But that's not what God wanted. Cause he had he had other things in mind. Yeah, but it's, um, that's hard for me, you know. And then when she had the car accident. Um, I, I kind of cut it off myself and say that she died, but she didn't. She was in a wheelchair for two years. Wow. But in my mind, it's like that was it. Like I really lost it after that. It was a. It was bad. I got. I got. I was already on drugs. Mm-hmm. It just got worse. These kids are dying, man, out here, and we see it. I mean, on the apps of the jail, the people getting shot and killed, and a lot of it, you know, it, it is unnecessary. Yeah. It's so unnecessary, man. And um. I just stay on my knees about it. And, um, man, I hadn't talked about that in a long time. Dude, that's deep. So, yeah, I just want you to know that drugs is a big problem around here. Whether you think so or you Mm -hmm. know it, I'm just telling you. Because I'm around these people, I see it. Um, For some odd reason, people just talk to me about these things. They talk to me like I'm still a drug addict or something. You know, I, it's crazy to me. I'm like, well, you know, whatever. If that's what you need to do. Well, you know, you know I don't know if it's they think you're a drug addict. I just, I, I think it's hard to talk to somebody that hadn't walked in right, your shoes. Is. And I know they know you've changed that because you can't, you can't not see it. Right. But I still think there's a comfort level. And that's why you have such a huge ministry opportunity, man. If, if God's put that on your heart, you know, if God puts that on your heart, that, that that's something that you want to do or be part of. Dude, my ears are open. I'm ready. Um, so if you're listening and that's something that you want to be part of, please get in contact. Maybe maybe that's one of your visions too, is to see some healing in this community. I got big dreams. I'm a big dreamer. Come so on. Come I on. say stuff and people are like, oh, man. Uh, racism ain't going nowhere. I say, but you don't know the God I have. Come on. You don't know my on. God because you... I done seen what he'll do. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that is powerful, so, bro. I just I know what I know what he'll do. I know yeah. what he does. I know his character. I know how he rolls. I know he's worked in my life, and I see it happening. As long as he's still rolling, I'm still rolling. He ain't gonna stop. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm rolling. I'm telling you. I'm rolling. Oh I love my it. gosh, man. Uh, I love it. All right, guys. We want to thank y'all for tuning in with us tonight. That's my boy, uh, brother Brad. Johnson, we call him Big Brad. Hey, uh, we'll put contact information to the Coalition for Equality, Crittenden County, other other links we'll put in there. Uh, and Brad, thank you so much thank just you, for brother. sharing your story with me, man, and, and with the people that are going to be listening. And thank you for being an inspiration, for actually putting your money where your mouth is, because you inspired me. I know when people hear this that you're going to inspire them as well, man. So I love you, brother.